to the podium, including Scott Dixon, his team owner Chip Ganassi, and Emma Dixon. Good to have these folks with us. This is the genesis of this goes back a year ago when we had a press conference here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I had an epiphany when I was on Victory Lane at Sonoma when Scott had captured his fourth championship. And I thought about how a place like this that is a place where we speak of legends and legends of the sport, and all of us know who they are, that sometimes we don't pay attention that we're in the presence of a legend now. And when you have a gentleman who's won the four titles, one victory, he becomes third all time on the list of winners in championship racing. And the people in front of him have the name Andretti, and one has the name Foyt. That tells you we're in pretty rarefied air. So we have in Born Racer a documentary that we introduced a year ago. I think an incredible opportunity to get a behind the scenes look and a deep look at indie style racing in a way that even those of us who are pretty deeply involved don't often have the chance to do. It certainly details Scott and his career, what it likes to have a family and try to balance that, the ups and downs it goes to being in a team with highly competitive people with a unified goal to win and the pressure that's attendant upon that. And I just think that all of us are going to thoroughly enjoy it. Now we're gonna give you a little teaser. We've got a teaser of Born Racer, which we're gonna show you on the screens right now. Get ready for the exclusive preview of the old new movie, Born Racer. on one thing and one thing only winning this race it's a race and you're trying to win but there's so much more going on unless he's going really fast he doesn't feel alive those moments agonizingly long in this business, we love each other. We support each other. This is how people will remember us. That's what it's all about, winning. That's why I do it. Hell yeah! Wow. Scott, I... I don't know how long it's been since I first met you, but it was many years ago, early in your career with, with Ganassi. I've always been impressed with your demeanor uh, and the way you've conducted yourself, and, and you seemed always to be, to me, at least a very humble individual. And yet here's a documentary made on your life. What was that like, or how does that feel for you? 
Yeah, it's um, you know, it's definitely for me. It's not something that I'm really, uh, I you know, keen on. I guess I think we had we had some iterations before and and processes that we had talked about, but uh, you know, this one just felt like the the perfect fit. You know, the people that were involved, uh, the concept, you know, uh, what we were trying to get out of it, and and for me, you know, actually, and Emma and I, the first time we saw it, uh, probably two weeks ago. Um, I don't know, it was, it was just really exciting and really cool to see the detail that, that nobody really gets to see. I think going through my career, you get asked so many different questions of, you know, why do you do this? What, you know, what about your family? Blah, 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 blah. And, and this, you know, is just unprecedented backstage access that, that most people don't get to see. And I think it's, it's got something in there for everyone to, one, understand, you know, the sport of IndyCar, uh, the sport of racing, um, you know, being in a competitive environment. And then, you know, also the... the, the numerous amount of people that, that make this happen. It's such a team sport that a lot of people forget about as well. So uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for it. Um, I think, uh, you know, there's lots of cool stories, lots of cool, uh, you know, interesting people in there too that, that that captured really well. And for me, that was the biggest thing. You know, when I'm out on track, I don't really, I don't get to see what's going on behind the scenes. And, and uh, even for me, it was definitely a breath of fresh air and, and uh, you know, really, really fun to, to see that process. Scott, I know that Chip would say this in my call, that you're the consummate team player. You have anchored this team for a long time through good times and bad times. And I think the folks that made Board and Racer want to thank you because in the interim, you gave them some of the most dramatic film footage we've ever seen. <laughs> now, what was it like looking at that again? I'm assuming it's not the first time you'd seen it, but it, I, I watched it and just my jaw fell open again yeah it's definitely a spectacular crash and and uh you know i i was saw it you know firsthand i was obviously in the moment um you know and, and it actually slows down a lot you know that that whole process of that crash from start to finish you know feels like it takes about two minutes so it's uh you know it, it it's part of racing it wasn't my first crash it won't be my last you know you just hope hope that you're lucky enough and, and we're very lucky to be in, in modern day racing where you know the safety standards are so much higher and and uh everything that you know, one, the teams, you know, try to do, but also these, you know, uh, the Annapolis Motor Speedway and everybody involved try to push that to, to, to new boundaries. But, no, I, you know, I've, I've been a part of this team for 17 years and, and uh, the leadership from, you know, Chip and Mike is, is uh, you know, is what has rounded me to, to the person I am today, um, you know, because we've, we've been through a lot. You know, I started a, at a very young age at this team, but, uh, we've you know, we've uh, accomplished a hell of a lot and I hope we can continue to accomplish a lot more. Scott, given the fact that you've been on the major stage for 17 years, I mean, you, you won at a very early age. Uh, you've been a consistent winner, obviously, when you've, when you've won 41 times and you've won the championships. But the journey didn't start the minute you got in Chip Ganassi Racing. The journey started back home with your family and going through all the formula ranks. Uh, did this film give you the chance to pause and reflect on that a little bit? Yeah, it, you know, I, I get moments to, to do that. You know, obviously my family has been, you know, a big part of, uh, you know, part of anybody's life, uh, you know, when, you, when you're growing up. But my dad was, you know, uh, you know, a guy that I admired, looked up to, and, and obviously, you know, breached the gap into, into racing for me. Um, you know, both uh, mum and dad, you know, did, you know, they had to sacrifice a lot, you know, whether it was financially or, or, or just giving up weekends. And so did the rest of, you know, uh, my family, my you know, brothers and sisters too. But, um you know, I think it's it's uh, it captures a little bit of that, but but you know, for me, I think it's you know the, the beginnings in New Zealand. Um, you know, I think Kiwis are, are renowned around the world for you know just getting in there, getting it done, and and you know not 
making it a big deal. Um, and I think you know that that from a young age has helped me control you know the stress or the environment a lot too. Um, you know, but but uh, and then getting to to the you know the world stage. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, I feel very blessed. I feel uh, you know what I get to do. I get to wake up every morning and you know say I'm an IndyCar driver. Not not many people get that chance, you know. And, and uh, I just want to make the most of that. Chip, you've been around this guy for a long time, and you've been involved in racing a long time. And I think about the premier teams that we have in this series, and many of the principals have actually raced in their career, as you did. Given the fact that you have your foot in a couple of worlds, what do you think makes IndyCar a little bit unique, say from your NASCAR involvement, or even Formula One? Well, I think, you know, start with the speed. <laughs> I mean, let's, these, are, these are fast racing cars. Um, you know, they're, they're a lot faster than NASCAR cars. They're quite a bit faster than a Formula One car. And uh, to me, that's the, the speed is, is at the essence of racing. I mean, uh, anybody can race, you know, bumper cars around at, you know, 50 miles an hour. I think, uh, you know, it, it, you're talking about a skill level that uh, very few people on the planet might have. There's no question about that. And, and Chip... One of the things I think is so very important, and you know it, and you try to build that. You've tried to build an infrastructure and a team. And you know full well that when Scott goes out on that race car, he depends on every single member of Chip Ganassi Racing Teams to make this work. And I think part of it is developing that cohesion, that family atmosphere, that one single goal to win. What's that like from an owner's perspective? It's in, you know, you get into this sport and you have this, you have this desire to win and uh, when I obviously was a driver before, and when, when I started a team, I, I always wanted to have a team that drivers would want to drive for. When you have a desire to win and you, you, you try to surround your people with, 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 with like-minded people that have that same unrelenting desire to win, and, and it starts with, with, you know, it starts small with, with people in the team uh, you bring people onto the team, and it, it sort of snowballs this unrelenting desire to win. Kind of snowballs. Um, drivers come along like Scott Dixon that have that same unrelenting desire to win, um, and it, it 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 feeds upon itself. It it um, you know I I have to tell you that that, that whether it's the the team members, whether it's the, the, the partners in the team, the sponsors, the, the, the PR people, the, uh, you know, the, the, the guy mopping the floor to the uh, people that answer the phone, everybody in the organization is focused on people with an unrelenting, unrelenting desire to win. And I think the, what, what Matthew and the people from Universal have captured in this film is just that, and and that's so rare because uh, we oftentimes start caught up in talking about you know cars and fans and engines and body kits and uh, you know uh, safety and of course and uh, you know you 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 you're involved in so many fat fans and and but at the essence of why why people like Scott Dixon, why people like Mike Hall, you know, the engineers, Julian Simmons, Harner, Wanzer, all these guys, 
the, at the essence of all that is an unrelenting desire to win. And, and everything else is sort of peripheral to that, if you will. And, and it's not often you get people in from the outside, uh, like the film people or, 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 or Universal for that matter, that want, that, have a, 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 that want to capture that. You know, it's easy to capture the, the simple things like the hoopla and the fans and the, you know, the food and the, you know, say it's fast and, you know, the same old shots you see all the time, you know, but these guys were different. And, and I think they wanted to, to get to that essence of, of, of an unrelenting desire to win. And I think they've captured that. I don't think there's a better title than Born Racer and having known this guy. But one of the things that I think is interesting is a 17-year marriage in racing is a long time. And I think about the fact, Chip, I think it two different nights. And I, I, might be, I might be for messing one day up, but I don't think so. I remember a night at Richmond where Scott Dixon led every single lap, period, and won the race. Mm -hmm. I also remember a race at Richmond, I believe, where Chip Ganassi Racing had one of the most awful nights you've probably had in the history of the sport. And the one thing I've always noticed when I have done press conferences here with Scott was he never wavered. I mean, you know, he gets the, the Iceman image. We see the burning desire to win. But I think he's had that innate understanding that you have to weather the good times and you have to weather the bad times if you're going to be consistent. I think you would agree with that. And I, I think you, yes, don't, but, but, but there's a distinction between a burning desire to win and an unrelenting desire yes. to win. There's a difference there. And I, and I think that's what, what we've been fortunate to have on this team is an unrelenting desire. Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Now, Emma, uh, I think all of us, particularly on Indianapolis 500, have a great deal of empathy for the significant others. I mean, you know, even those of us, and in, in what makes racing, I think, unique amongst many major sports is I think we feel like we really have a relationship with these people, that we, we, we know them. We were able to rub elbows with them. So we're a little nervous. You're a little nervous, I'm sure. But interestingly enough, I mean, you were a highly competitive runner in your career. You were an elite athlete. So I'm assuming that you understand exactly what it takes to be at the top, why he has to be focused at some time solely on racing, not even on you, not even on the children, but he's focused on racing. Yeah, I think that has been a big help for our relationship as well, is that um, I do have that background. Um, I know the dedication that goes into being the top of your sport. And, you know, I never got to fulfill my dreams as much as Scott has, but, you know, I was on that journey to get there. And, and to be honest, um, I know that, you know, the girls and I have to play second fiddle and, and I'm actually totally fine with it because I want nothing more than for Scott to fulfill, you know, his potential. And, and I think that's why our relationship works so well in racing is that, you know, there are times during the end of the season where he is fatigued and, you know, he's, he's getting tired. He might have had a bad race, but then, you know, that's the side of my competitive side where I'm like, nope, come on, let's get training. You know, I'm keeping on track with the food and making sure that he's going to bed on time and, you know, jeering him up like a coach would, kind of like, you know, my two coaches or my manager would be there. So I can definitely bring that side to his racing. 
you know, it's interesting because of that, because of the fact that you know what it takes, um, and we see it. We see it in the other spouses at race time. We see them standing on the war wagon or marching back and forth and as tight as a drum. I don't know if anything would beat the elation of being the person who crosses the finish line first, but I think with you, in any good relationship, you each take joy in each other's accomplishment. Yes. Just what's it like when know, he crosses that winning that as a winner? It's so interesting you say that, and I, I think I can speak for all the wives, girlfriends, fiancés, um, upper halves. Um, <laughs> it's really terrible, but when I speak of Scott's win, I always say we, and it's really bad. I catch myself saying it sometimes, but um, of course, you know, the team, Chip, Scott, Mike, everybody behind the scenes has done all the, you know, very hard work, but I don't know, it collectively feels like a win for me as well, and I know that's how the other wives feel it, because, you know, we do the behind the, behind the scenes stuff. Um, you know, I know Scott would like a cheeky glass of wine, you know, some nights, but I'm like, no. You know, it's two nights before we go to the track. You know, I we do all that kind of stuff, and and truly, when he's in the, you know, he's up on the top of the podium, I'm I'm feeling that win too. You know, not just because you know I love my husband and I'm proud of him, but you know, it, that it really does feel like a win for us. But Scott, it is a win, is it not? So. It is. Yeah, it's you know that's why it it, it 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 still is a team effort. You know, and and Emma, you know, Emma and I, are, you know the. The, you know the best team in, in my eyes and and uh, you know we work hard at it together even being parents you know on, on the circus that you go through um, you know traveling from race to race is, is demanding but Emma takes you know a, a good amount of that load so yeah it's uh, it um, with you know Emma has definitely made a lot of this uh, achievable it's really interesting as someone who has spent a fair amount of time in the short track world as I have and at various times have been called as sort of a talent scout for the next level I sometimes uh, go through a series of, of, of answers to a team, which is, yes, he's had the big crash, yes, he's married, yes, he has children, and yes, he still wants to win. And I can, and I can make that gender neutral with she. But I, I can certainly have the sense, I do, that when this occurred for you, Scott, that this was a plus for you. I mean, you know, I, I, I thought you were mature beyond your years early on, but I just thought when you married Emma, that it, it, it sort of took your game t to a, a little bit of a different level. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think uh, we're, we're definitely opposites in some ways, but, you know, I think that's, that's definitely um, made us both better. Uh, you know, myself, uh, you know, for sure, especially in, in you know, being a little more outward and, 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 uh, and talking, and, you know, I've had to, you know, it's... Uh, the British are known very well for talking a lot, and, and uh, I've kind of I've kind of got to get some some words in there occasionally. Uh, but Emma's you know helped that. But I think also you know uh, her upbringing as well and mine. You know it's just it's been uh, you know it's been a perfect fit, and it's why you know it works so well. And uh, you know hopefully well it's going to continue to work very well for a long time. Emma, I, this is you know I I'm comparing apples and oranges here, and I'm not trying to kid anybody about this in the terms of the difference, but. During the month of May, my wife just feels like she's just essentially a widow. She's not, I'm going to be gone the entire time. Yeah. And she understands that. And, and particularly when I had younger children, she had to balance that load. How in the world, though, do you juggle this? How do you juggle the, the family life, the, the raising of children, and, and to try to make their... Their, their, their period is normal as it could be when you are a celebrity. I actually think, um, I've been asked that a lot today, actually. A lot of people have brought up, oh, where's Poppy and Tilly? And, um, you know, 
the priority is that their life is as normal as possible. And so, you know, they're at school today, they've got exams. Um, you know, it's important we keep their schedule very similar. Um, you know, we have a great village around us um, that help, you know, a lot when we, you know, have to be at the track. There is somebody, you know, as good as family always picking them up. But um, we, the girls actually, you know, they love what daddy does. And, you know, sport is a small window. So, you know, we're never like, oh man, he's not coming home. It's, it's, it's not a thing for us and our family. You know, if Scott's like, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, sometimes he'll go to an appearance and I'm like, go straight to the test. Like, it makes no sense <laughs> to come home because to me, I don't want Scott fatigued at the test. I want him doing his best job. And, you know, when Scott is at home, he's very present. And I think that's what he does so well is that the same as at the track, you know, that's all he cares for. And, you know, would I love him to sometimes wave to us, you know, when I catch his eye, but he doesn't because he's in that moment. He's racing Scott. And then when he comes home, he's, you know, amazing husband, you know, very loving father, and that's how we juggle it. That's fantastic. Before we open up to questions, I do want to point out www.bornracer.com and at Born Racer Movie, you can find that on Facebook. So we're going to open up to questions for our panelists here. We've got a microphone here, a roving mic, for any of you who would like to ask a question of three people. Now one in the back. Thanks. Uh, what was the time frame for filming? Was, was the crew with you during all of last season? It, it was a good majority. I, th I, can't, I think we started just before Phoenix last year. Um, you know, and then we, we'd obviously had a fair bit of prep before that. Uh, and then it went all the way through uh, after Sonoma, actually through to almost November, December. So it was, uh, it was definitely a wide range. They missed some of the races uh, you know, during the season, but, but uh, a majority of them. But there was, it sounds like there's thorough coverage of what happened here last year. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> Other questions? Got one back here. Be demonstrative with the hands so we can see you. Scott, what is it with you, Kiwis? I mean, when I was a kid, it was Chris Haven, Bruce McLaren, Denny Holm, and this is a nation with the population of San Diego County. <laughs> and, and, and nowadays, we've got you in IndyCar, we've got Brendan Hartley in Formula One, Bamber won Le Mans two years ago overall in the Porsche 919. What is it about you, Kiwis? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard. You know, I think, um, you know, a, a lot of us, uh, obviously, I think, you know, with, with how young we all started in racing and, and you know, th those guys I've known, you know, for a long time as well. But, yeah, I don't know. There's definitely been a, a quite a rapid burst, and, and I think there's a lot of credit to you know, the group of investors, you know, coming from New Zealand, there's not a whole lot of resources to pull from, but, you know, there's a good key, key group of about 15 people that helped me get to, you know, the junior categories and the level that I needed to, to, to progress, and the same with Brendan. Uh, I was actually one of the investors in, in Brendan's program, um, and, it, you know, that, that continues with, you know, the names that you, you just dropped off there. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, uh, I think it's, you know, some of it's the upbringing, um, you know, it, it's funny in New Zealand, like you, over here, you know, somebody comes and mows your lawns. In New Zealand, you wouldn't even think anything possible of paying somebody to mow your lawns. You know, you just get out there and mow your lawns. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's kind of, a, it's a different way of living down there. Um, you know, that, that uh, you just got to get stuff done and, and don't think too much about it, maybe. I think that helps a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, the talent is strong down there. Right in front of you. John Harbin with Front Stretch. Uh, I just want to... 
know like what why is this stage in your career the right time for this movie and uh, I guess what is the goal what do you hope uh, that the release of this movie is going to accomplish for both you and I guess for IndyCar and racing as a whole uh, you know I think that the, the timing um, you know obviously we were at a point in my career where, where we've achieved a lot uh, and, and the team has too you know across the board you know with what Chip alone has achieved uh, in, in you know many different categories and, and winning just about every big race in the world um, you know I think there's there's been a lot of desire to do something like this for, for quite a bit of time. It was just, you know, really trying to find the right fit and, and you know, making sure the essence of what they're capturing was, was good. You know, and I think for an IndyCar, this is, you know, this is huge. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a sport. I think it's the most exciting racing on this planet. Uh, it doesn't get the credit that it deserves. And I hope that, uh, you know, this, you know, alone helps, you know, capture a lot of what we do, what goes into it, uh, and even one day, you know, maybe help, uh, you know, kids and, and younger, the younger generation adapt to what we're, you know, not adapt, but, but, but get into the sport, you know, that, uh, that is so good and, and so great in many different areas, whether it's on the engineering side to, you know, pit stops, mechanics, uh, there's such a broad range. So I don't, I don't know, I hope it, you know, uh, it really shines a, a spotlight on IndyCar racing. Looks like Wolfgang has a question. We're, we're bringing in the mic. Uh, Scott, over here. Can you give some more details when the film will be shown? Just America, also in foreign countries, in your country, New Zealand, worldwide? How's the release? Yeah, I think in the fall. Coming to the U.S. later in this year. Yeah. So four, round four time. <laughs> there you go. Chip, just one more. I have a question for you. Just what? Let's take a good fan, not a great fan. A good. They they watch us. So what do you think they're going to learn about IndyCar? I I sort of liken it to my own. I mean, you know, we, anytime someone asks you a question, you put it in your own sort of sure. perspective. And and I I I don't know. I I think Scott touched on it there when he said. You know, this this uh, a, a documentary like this has a an ability to to touch so many people. You know, whether of, of all ages, and I, I just liken it to, you know, I don't know. I guess it was about 1966 or something when uh, the movie Grand Prix came out, and what that oh, what that was meant that great? for yeah. I mean, and what that what that sparked in my yes. career. You know, you don't you don't ever know that something like that has a direct connection to any, you know, any participation, let alone success that you have, but it was something that sparked me. And, and, and sort of that was the, uh, you know, that was the, uh, the, 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 the movie that everyone sort of judged himself against in, in, in motorsport and, uh, and, and how it touched so many people. So I think this has the ability to do something like that. I know uh, whether it's the 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 subject matter of the film, the 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 um, cinematography yes. of it, the um, and the, and, the, and the 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 story that's told. Those are all things that that sort of capture different facets as well as different uh, interests. In the sport, so uh, that's what I'm. That you know, that uh, you know, 
how, how do you how do you get exposed to motor racing? Uh, whether it's today through social, uh, through television, like most of us grew up with, but we, we we know today that so many more people are accessing it through social media. More people are accessing motorsports than ever before. I think the uh, the television companies don't haven't figured out how to monetize that yet. But uh, <laughs> the good news is more people are accessing it. So. Um, something like like Born Racer comes along and the, the people behind it I think has a, a real ability to to uh, to notch itself in the in the uh, in the in the, 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 the concrete wall of motorsports uh, uh, benchmarks I agree again yeah looks we got one more question we got you. Cool. Scott, another question for you. With all your success here in IndyCar in America, you think maybe in short or long-term future we will see an IndyCar race in your home country, New Zealand? I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Just got to figure out how to do it. Um, you know, it's it's you know, I think all of us have, have raced uh, in, in in many different countries, and and you know, even in this series, you know, it's. Uh, Australasia would be fantastic, you know, uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about, uh, you know, a race in Australia and then backed up with a race in New Zealand, um, you know, until it happens, you know, uh, you just talk about it, but uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Well, congratulations to the folks that put this together, and I just would like to say personally, thanks to each of you for the contribution that you've made to the sport in your, in your own unique niche way, and Scott, I am delighted that the period between pole day and race day was a little less eventful than it was for <laughs> a year ago. So far, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah.